0: present The Sins of Prince Saradine, adapted by John Scotney, with Andrew Sachs as Father Brown.
1: Well, what's it to be, Father? Shall we look out for some waterside inn, or moor by the riverbank and sleep in the boat? all sky in Orford.
0: Huge, wide skies. In London, there the streets are ravines, narrow brick ravines. You know, when I was a boy... For hours I used to stare at the sky just stare I guess why not <laughs> light beneath the stars warm enough First Captain Farbo what ship stores do you have aboard?
1: Well uh, see for yourself uh, it's all by you father uh, in the stern under the just sleeping bags just a few necessities.
0: Yeah bottles of claret and a bottle of brandy in case we feel faint, presumably. Uh, yeah, well, no. <laughs> yes, and why did you invite me? In case you feel the cold hand of death in the night and need the consolation of the church. <laughs> ah, ah! but you've not neglected to feed the mind. A book. Oh, one book. <laughs> My dear Flamborough, what's
1: this? Alice through the looking Glass. Ah, uh, do not scoff, Father Brown. As you can see, I am beginning to master your English language. <laughs> That book. By studying that book that way, uh, I assure you, I will come to fathom also the psychology of the English mind. Uh, now, look over there, that backwater. There we shall spend the night. Right. Uh, if you will just steer to port, yes, certainly, yes. Uh, port, Father. The, the other string oh, you uh, pull. Of
0: course, of course.
1: Uh, Good. The eggs will be ready in a few minutes.
0: Now, Flambeau, my friend, I ask you again. Why have you come to the Norfolk Broads, and why have you made such a point of asking me to come and join you?
1: I came here partly because I need a few days' holiday, Uh and and partly because my little boat, I felt, would not seem out of place in your little Norfolk rivers. And I like fishing. But also, have a look at this card, Father.
0: Ah, Yes, uh, thank you. Um, I,
1: yes, I, a... see, I had it for I, um, years. It, it, it somehow got to me in mm. Paris three, four years ago. It intrigued me. In my criminal days, I received many strange communications. <laughs> Declarations of love, even. But this... this is different. That little card with the green ink ah, is really... uh,
0: <clears throat> Dear Monsieur Flambeau, if you ever come to England, come and see me. I have met all the other great men of my time... Oh, well. (laughs) there you go. (laughs) uh, That trick of yours of getting one detective to arrest the other was the most splendid scene in French history. How strange.
1: Yes, but the strangest thing is the sender's
0: name and address. Prince Saradine, Reed House, Reed Island, Norfolk. Prince? Mm -hmm. Well, there can't be many princes in these parts, uh, leaving aside Sandringham, of course.
1: Yes, but this Saradine, I discovered he was a Sicilian of high birth. But, as a young man, he eloped with a noblewoman of equally high rank, a married woman. It seems her husband, uh, Signor Antonelli, then committed suicide by flinging himself off a cliff near their home in Sicily. Oh, what a terrible, foolish thing to do. Uh, well, uh, there were suspicions. Uh, it may not have been suicide. Oh? Yes. Anyway, uh, Saladin lived a brilliant and fashionable life in Vienna and Paris. Then suddenly, some years ago, he disappeared. And then I I get this card. Uh, Father, why should he choose to live on a remote island in a Norfolk mountain? It must be the last place anyone would expect to find, I ask you, a Sicilian nobleman.
0: Perhaps that is the reason. I... I think... Yeah? I think the eggs are ready.
1: What? What? Who's there? Who, who is oh, it? Oh, oh, it's you, Father Brown. What, what time is it? It's five
0: o'clock. I'm afraid I'm not. Um, I'm getting old. Can't sleep in the open air as well <sighs> as I used to. It's not yet light, at least not daylight. But Did you see the, that that huge yellow moon.
1: Well, since we are awake, we might as well push on. Huh? <laughs> see how I'm mastering your English idioms. <laughs> hmm? <sighs> what an eerie light. Everything seems threatening, out of proportion. It's like being in Fairyland.
0: Yes. Yes, you know, the men who wrote those medieval ballads, they knew more about fairies than we do. It's not always nice things that happen in Fairyland. Uh, You mean we should turn back? Oh, no, 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 no. I didn't say it was wrong to enter Fairyland, only that it could be dangerous.
1: No, no, there's no one there. Uh, ah, no, no, no. There, there's someone coming. What do you want? Is this the residence of Prince Saradin? You're Italian. No, I'm French. Now look here, the prince sent me this card. All right. We'll go ask Mr. Paul. Oh. Uh, the warm welcome you always get in the countryside. <laughs> Monsieur Flambeau, how good
2: of you to call, and this gentleman? Ah, this is my friend, Father Brown. Yes, and uh, you are Prince Ardin? No, uh, I am merely the steward. Uh, do please <laughs> come in, gentlemen.
1: Thank you. Merci, Father Brown. Thank you so much.
2: If you would follow me to the salon. His Highness should be here any minute and would be distressed to have just missed any gentleman he invited. Yes, yeah, gentlemen. Well, merci. I will ask Mrs. Anthony to prepare ah. you some coffee. Ah,
1: thank you. Ah, what a remarkable room. Uh, Mr. Paul? I am known as Mr. Paul, sir. Yes, the
2: Prince has a great love of light. It was the large windows that attracted him to the house, and he himself had all the mirrors installed. It is possible to see almost all of the broad from wherever you're sitting. Ah, you yeah. seem to have come from fairyland into looking-glass land. <laughs> I beg your pardon, Father. Oh, uh, nothing.
1: Ah, tell me, this, this crayon portrait of the two boys, Mr. Pearl, is one of them the prince? Uh, yes, sir, with his
2: brother, Captain Stephen.
1: Ah, And this photograph, uh, the man in fencing costume with a cup, it is the prince as a young man?
2: Uh, no, sir, Captain Stephen. I'm afraid... The captain has been a great trial to his highness. Uh, if you will excuse me, gentlemen, I must make a telephone. Of, of course, course, yes, of
1: course, of course. Of course. <sighs> well, fantastic! Ah. <laughs> All this light—it's like a—it's like a cathedral, eh?
0: No, my friend. In a cathedral, the thrust is always vertical, upwards to heaven. Here, the long oblong windows and mirrors. The Low eaves of the thatch. The thrust is down into the marshy earth. If this is a cathedral, it is a cathedral consecrated to the devil. Uh, oh.
2: I was speaking to his highness. He is somewhat delayed, but he begs you to remain and asks if you will do him the honor of joining him for lunch. Oh, no. Oh, I don't
1: think yes. we it would be delighted. To ah, very good, sir. Uh,
2: Mrs. Anthony will bring your coffee in a moment.
1: Ah, yes, Let's have a look at that picture again. Oh,
2: yes. Yes.
1: The Brothers Sardine. They look as alike as um, Mm. Tweedledum and Tweedledee. (laughs) Yes, exactly, yes. So, Captain Stephen has been a great trial to his brother. I wonder which is the good brother and which the bad. Your Um,
3: coffee, gentlemen. Ah,
1: you must be Mrs. Anthony. I didn't hear you come in.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) Uh, Tell me, uh, those windows there... They are what you call, you call them in English, French windows, no? Uh, Yes,
3: yes, sir. Uh, There is a catch. Ah,
1: yes, I see, I see. Right, then I think I will go and uh, have my coffee in the garden. Uh, Will you join me, Father Brown?
0: Uh, No, no, I'd like to have a look around the house, if I may, Mrs. Anthony. Oh, certainly,
3: Father. Right,
1: then I will see you later. Toodaloo, eh? (laughs) Perhaps I will study my book by the river.
3: Would you like to see the library, Father?
1: The library? Oh, yes,
3: yes.
0: I, um... Which one is the good brother, Mrs. Anthony, here in the picture?
3: Uh, It would be hard. It would be mighty hard to say which is the good and which is the bad one, Father. Oh, yes. Oh, Father. It is so long, too long, since I spoke to a priest... My child. Uh, Father, there isn't a good brother. Oh? There was evil enough in the captain taking the prince's money, but be assured, there was no goodness in the prince giving it. The captain's not the only man with something against him. Oh, blackmail? <laughs> what is... What, what is... Something... What is... Oh, my God. please. Please.
1: Oh, oh, oh. Thank you, Father. Oh. <laughs> uh, that's better. There, there's a couple of savage mastiffs out there. Oh,
3: I'm so sorry, sir. I should have oh, warned I'm you. Sorry, sir. Martin! Yes, sir? Martin!
2: Yes, sir? Take Tantrade and Baldwin and chain them up while the gentlemen are here. Quite dogs there. Oh, I'm extremely <laughs> sorry, Monsieur Flambeau. Oh, your coat seems to be torn.
1: Oh, yes.
2: I I'll see. get you one of mine to wear. Yes. Mrs. Anthony will repair it later. Yes, sir. very kind yes, of you. Yes. I'll come with
3: you. Uh, you, you see, Father. Yes, th- yes. The dogs answer only to the man, and the man only to my. Uh, to, to Mr. Paul. Uh, shall I take you to the library? Oh, how good of you. So,
1: here you are, Father. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell me, uh, what kind of books have you found in the library of Looking Glass House? Hmm? Are the titles all reversed like they are in Carol's story? There
0: are some very strange books here. And a lot on Sicily. What do you know about Sicily, Frondel?
1: Well, I have come across the Honorata Societa, the uh, Mafia, of course. Uh, Surely you don't think the prince is anywhere involved? Oh, no, 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 no. But behind your
0: honourable society lies something much older... Much deeper. Um, yes, here it is. Storia della Sicilia. For 2,000 years, Blambo, you see, Sicily was ruled by foreigners. Uh, Romans, Byzantines, Arabs, Spaniards. Ah, yes, I thought so. And out of this foreign domination grew a strange and terrible code. The Umerta. Ah, called. yes, I've heard of it, now, yes. here, I'll translate for you. Um... Sicilian holds it uh, not uh, dishonorable to have his rights and wrongs uh, judged by the the state. Judged by the state, Mm -hmm. Uh, the state was always the agent of foreign rule. Uh, Instead, the omerta is uh, is founded based on a cruel and simple duty, uh, the overriding duty of personal Mm -hmm. revenge, Mm -hmm. and on the strict public silence. Of witnesses. Oh, yes. Above all, on the bonds of the family. You know, Flambeau, these murdering feuds run for generations.
1: And you think the prince has fled here to escape vengeance for something he did? Well, you told me yourself. You said he
0: stole another man's wife and perhaps murdered the husband. And then his own brother started to blackmail him. The woman who calls herself Mrs. Anthony, she told me as much. <laughs>
1: There you have it, then. Everything is explained. The bruiser of a servant, the savage dogs, they are guardians. Mm. But there are other things as well.
2: Gentlemen, His Highness is here. Mrs. Anthony, clear these dishes, now! Now!
3: Very good,
4: sir. <laughs> Ancora de Vesuvio, Signor Flombo. It goes well with cheese. Paul, be quick. Bring another two bottles. The best in yourself. Sir. Signor Flombo, you are an amazing man. Your story intrigues me, but how does it finish?
1: Well, the, the two detectives, each believing the other to be me, arrived at exactly the same time. They then tried to arrest each other and went off arguing, leaving me to go about my business in the jeweler's (laughs) shop. Magnifico!
4: I do not know how it was. I never met you in Paris. You certainly seem to have frequented the same kind of society. Indeed. (laughs) Indeed. (laughs) <laughs> and now, like me, he has given it all up for the quiet life. <laughs> La vita serena. Here there is nothing to do but fish. <laughs> you enjoy fishing, Signor Flambo? Oh,
1: yes, very much.
4: Che pescatore! Then, this afternoon, I will show you where you will have the good sport. It is on the bank of the river opposite this island. It is the wrong time of day, of course, but still, there one generally has la buona fortuna. Will you join us, Father Brown?
0: Uh, Not to fish, no, thank you. But perhaps I might borrow a book from your library and uh, sit with you? By all means.
4: Paul, Paul! Where are you, man? Where is the wine I sent you for? I have it here, sir.
1: You were right about this being a good spot for fishing, Your Highness. Si,
4: c'est molto tranquille, qui. And there is good shooting, too. Ah, I was just reading about the abundant fowls and fish in the Norfolk marshes.
0: What is that? Oh, it's a book I found in your library, sir. Uh, Polly Albion by Michael Drayton... 1622.
4: You have a serious uh, taste in reading, Father Brown. <laughs> and you also, Signor Flambeau? Oh, yes, uh, particularly there Indeed, a I particularly...
1: Indeed, sir.
0: Monsieur Flambeau is one of our leading Lewis Carroll scholars.
4: <laughs> Lewis Carroll, I'm afraid... Ah, yeah, no Father Brown is
1: mocking me, Your Highness. I have been reading a nonsense book about a little girl who walks through a mirror and finds herself in a land where everything is the opposite of what it should be reversed, as in a looking glass. Everything reversed? <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, that
4: interests me very much. <laughs> yeah. What do you think, Father Brown?
0: Yes, I believe in doomsday. What do you mean? St. Paul. I mean that we here, we see through a glass darkly, if you like. We're all on the wrong side of the looking glass in a nonsense world. The things that happen here do not seem to make sense. They make sense somewhere else. Somewhere else, retribution will come to the real offender. Here, it often seems to fall on the wrong person.
4: Yes, so, the wrong person, it falls on the wrong person. (laughs) Yes, I see, the wrong
1: person. What is that noise? It would appear you have visitors on the island, Prince. Well, I can't see. I only have my reading glasses. It's a boat, Father Brown. Ah, thank you. There's a fellow standing up and two others rowing. They are landing on the island. Prince, were you expecting anyone? No. It is probably nothing.
4: Uh, Signor Flambeau, may I borrow your boat? I have to find out what it is. Would you like us to go with you? No, there is no need. I will be back in a few minutes. Right.
0: What's happening? Flambeau, I wish you'd given me a chance to get my glasses before you let the prince have the boat.
1: I can't see a thing. The young man is going up to the prince. <laughs> Did you see? Did you see that? No, I did not see it. Uh, That young fellow, he slapped the prince's face. Uh Now the two of them and the others are going into the house. Good heavens. Uh, What was it he said? It it was Italian,
0: but I couldn't hear. Well, I did hear. The young man simply asked the prince's name and then introduced himself to the prince's Antonelli. Antonelli, yes, of course, of course it would
1: be. Oh, look, look at that. What? look, Father. Flambeau, I cannot see without my glasses. It's Mr. Paul. Where is he going with our boat? What? Uh, Mr. Paul! Mr. Paul! He's going away from us. Mr. Paul! Mr. Paul, stop! Stop, Mr. Paul! Monsieur
0: Flambeau!
2: I cannot stop! I must get to the police station in the village! I must save my master! I must get to them! Well,
1: let's hope he gets there in time.
0: Hmm. I wonder why he didn't just telephone. What?
1: what? What's that sound? What, what is it, Flambeau? No, I I don't believe it, but... They've come out of the house, the young man and the prince, and they're fighting a duel with, with rapiers, monsieur de la Folli. Young man
0: and prince?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you say, Mrs. Antony, who gave us the coffee, she is really Mrs. Antonelli, the woman with whom the prince eloped? Yes, the wife of old Antonelli who went over the cliff in Sicily. And that young man over there, fighting a duel with the prince, who
0: is he? That young man is Antonelli's son, come all the way from Sicily to avenge his father's
1: death. But Mrs. Antonelli, uh, I mean Mrs. Antonelli, how do a prince use her as a servant, the woman he robbed of her husband and her honor? That I do not understand.
0: Exactly. Ah, magnifique. riposte de contre prince. And also, I do not understand why Mr. Paul is so long
1: fetching the police. Superbe. Prise d'affaires. It only took us five minutes from the village this morning. Oh, my God, what a passage. ah, The young man, father, he is a true master and he has a youth and such fire. But the prince, the prince, he is a champion. Ah, but malheureusement, he, he is tired. He is an old man. A champion, of course. What a fool I've been. Ah, the prince, he's exhausted. He's pressing... Ah, oh, it. it's over. I I think, yes, it went right through the heart. I, oh. I, I, I'm sure of it. He, he must be dead, surely. The, the prince is dead. I... No. No, the prince is not dead. That man is not the prince. What, what on earth do you mean? That's what's been
0: worrying me ever since you told the story of the two detectives arresting each other at lunchtime. So? That man lying dead there, our host, did not know that anecdote. Yet when he wrote his invitation to you, the real prince referred specifically to the incident. Didn't he call it the most splendid scene in French history? Then who is the man Antonelli just killed? A champion fencer. The photograph. Don't you remember the
1: photograph? The man in fencing costume with the silver cup? Of course, Captain Stephen Saradine. The prince's younger brother. The blackmailer. Ha! Then I am glad he's dead. Yes, Stephen was the blackmailer. But where is the victim?
0: But now, let us pray for Captain Stephen's soul. For he is in great need of our prayers.
2: you for your statement, Mr. Flambeau. Oh, and one other thing. Uh, yes, Sergeant? We've got your boat, sir. Safe and sound. Ah, good. If you'd like to collect it later. Well, hey. uh... And if, you, if you'll excuse me, sir.
1: Yes, uh, goodbye. Bigger,
3: bigger.
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. yes.
1: <laughs> oh. Well, Father Brown, I've given my statement to the police as clearly and accurately as I can, but I still don't know what really happened. Well, I... Th- I think both the Saradine brothers were evil. But, uh,
0: but one ugly day, the captain got his hold on his elder brother, the prince. I imagine he had somehow discovered the truth about the Sicilian affair, and could prove that the prince had murdered old Antonelli in the mountains. Uh-huh. Aha.
1: And, and so he
0: raked in the hush money. The hu- Yes, as you <laughs> say. Until the prince's splendid fortune began to look a little foolish. But, uh... Of course, the prince had another burden. Some years ago, he learns that Antonelli's son has been trained in the savage Sicilian code and lives only to avenge his murdered father. So the prince flees to this hidden away mm-hmm. spot and, and lives in terror with his bully boys and his dogs and uh, and his mirrors and windows that give him an all-round view of the broad uh, that is, in effect, his moat. Of course. And then, quite recently, he has his inspiration. I, uh, come with me. I'll, I'll just yes. show you something. Mm-hmm. What is it, Father? I see here through the French windows in the
1: dining room. Uh, it's Mr. Paul. Uh, and what a banquet. But what has he got to celebrate? If only he'd been quicker getting the police, his master would be alive and young Antonelli wouldn't be charged with murder. What does he mean by it?
0: Why don't you ask him?
1: I will. I say, Mr. Paul, ah, would you please explain Monsieur to
2: me what... Your have some champagne. Oh, be my guest, please. I owe you a great debt.
1: How could you steal your master's supper uh, when Monsieur
2: only... Monsieur Flambeau, like you, I have stolen a great many things in my life. This dinner I did not
1: steal. The dinner, the house,
2: and the garden belong to me. You mean... Prince Paul Saladin, are And now, if you will not join me for supper, perhaps you will be good enough to close the French windows as you leave. I am not as young as I was, and the evening breezes blow chill. Oh,
1: mon Dieu, mon Dieu, mon Dieu. You see? But But what did he mean, he owes me a
0: debt? Well, I I guess that he got the idea from you, from the way you got the two detectives to arrest each other. Ah. Yes, sometimes it's better to have two enemies than one. No doubt he sent Captain Stevens some money with a letter saying, roughly, "Oh, uh, I'm cleaned out. I still have a little house in Norfolk with a decent cellar. Mm-hmm. If you want more from me, you must take that. Uh, I and Mrs. Antonelli will live here quietly as your servant." Hmm? Well, what an oh. offer to a younger brother who had always envied the heir. I see. Yes. And, and 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 the brothers were always similar in appearance. So Paul shaved his beard and then made sure young Antonelli learned his address.
1: And he knew that eventually the captain would walk onto the young man's sword? Yes. But how did Paul, I suppose we must call him Prince Paul, how did he know young Antonelli would win the duel? Mm, Well, I, I don't think he expected a formal duel. That's not the
0: usual way of these vendettas. So when he realized there was to be a duel... He fled in your boat before Antonelli could discover who he was. Uh But it was far from hopeless.
1: Uh, And so Stephen, who was a brilliant fencer and an adventurer, trusted to his luck and his fine fencing. Uh, But he was not to know how skillful young Antonelli would be. But he lost. Mm -hmm. And as soon as he saw it, Mr. Paul, who was no doubt concealed in the reeds Mm -hmm. opposite... Went and informed the police. Yes,
0: yes. You see, he knows that Antonelli will hold his tongue and be hanged. Uh-huh. Well, he would not break the omerta and tell tales on his family in a court of law. Oh, incroyable. Oh, listen to that. He's laughing. What a horrible laugh. Just like his brother's.
1: <sighs> and hast thou slain the jabberwock? Oh, fractious day, Calou Calais. He chortled in his joy. Mm. Oh, it's all a dream, Father. It must be a dream from which I am going to wake up in a moment.
0: See, perhaps it is. It's a nice philosophical point. Lewis Carroll was a philosopher by profession. You know. Just give me the book, would you? Uh, yes, sir, here. Yes, thank you. Um, here at the end. Um, uh, yes. Here. Let's consider who it was who dreamed it all. It must have been either me or the Red King. He was part of my dream. But then I was part of his dream. <laughs> yes, maybe we are all part of a king's dream, my friend. A king of kings' dream. In The Sins of Prince Sardine by G.K. Chesterton, the part of Father Brown was played by Andrew Sachs, Flambeau, Olivier Pierre, Mr. Paul, Gerard Green, Mrs. Anthony, June Barry. Saradine, Roger Hammond. Italian and Sergeant, Robin Summers. Norfolk Tufts, Peter Aker and Robin Summers. The Sins of Prince Saradine was adapted by John Scotney and directed in Bristol by Alec Reed.